0: You're listening to episode four, Spaghetti on a Clothesline.
1: I want to thank you again for your patience as I set in, Alice. I have to say, I'm so
2: impressed with your knowledge. No one ever stumps you. It just takes time. When I first started, honestly, I wasn't sure if I could do this. There are so many details for each policy. For the first month after work, I would go home and go straight to bed. I get that and have been in that place more than once myself. I don't know exactly what you're looking for in these sessions, Vivian, but I'm curious to know if you're picking up on any patterns. Definitely. Clearly, the
1: most questions are about when the benefit check will be sent to the beneficiary. You
2: got it. Nothing else even comes close to this question.
1: Do you think the beneficiary has an expectation about the timeline? Does the policy say average time is four to six weeks?
2: It does. I'll send you a set of policies so you can read the fine
1: print. Thanks, and no need to print anything. PDF is fine.
2: No problem. What are you noticing about the calls you've heard? It seems like the calls
1: about checks fall into two main categories, those who are redeeming a policy at least a few weeks after the policyholder has died, and those who call immediately and need the
2: money to pay for the funeral. Is the second group more common? Without a doubt. They're grieving, but they need to take care of their bills, especially the funeral home.
1: The timeline for receiving the benefit does not go over very well.
2: No, it sure doesn't. It's the hardest part of my job. You can hear how frustrated and unhappy they are when you tell them that they won't get their death benefit for weeks. To me,
1: that indicates they don't read the policy. They just know it exists, then they call us.
2: Yeah, like the relative told them about it maybe a long time ago or reminded them right before they died or both, I suppose. So why do we take so long to pay the claim? In training, we learn to say that trusted advisor has a rigorous set of checks and balances in place to protect our policyholders and the designated beneficiaries from fraud. Interesting.
0: Ned is a tough audience, Vivian. As you experienced in the board meeting, he sees technology as a blocker to what he's trying to do.
1: Why is that?
0: Because when he needs technical functionality, say a new application or feature for the mobile app, he has to fund it out of his budget. He thinks your teams take too long to deliver and that IT just doesn't understand business well enough.
1: Yeah, he and I had a similar discussion recently, Jason, so I understand what he's saying. To that end, I've been spending time in the call center, listening to customer calls with Alice Spence.
0: I'm intrigued. What are you hearing?
1: The payout on policies, even bequest Premier, is very long. Customers complain about this more than anything else.
0: As I recall, our time frame is in line with our competitors. The process for adjudicating and setting up payout is complex.
1: We need to understand that process end-to-end. End. For me, this means mapping it visually so we can see how it runs. Is there someone here who knows it better than anyone else?
0: Ned would. He came up through the ranks, so he's had about every job here. And of course, he knows the Bequest Premier product better than anyone because he created it. I like your focus on this, Vivian. Let me know what you find out.
2: Hello, is this Billikin Finch? It is. I go by Billy, though. Billy, thank you for taking my call. My name is Alex Contrell. I'm a senior partner with Barrington, Boley, and Strick here in St. Louis. Our firm represents the John Donnelly estate. The reason for this call is to inform you that shortly before he died, Mr. Donnelly modified a small life insurance policy. He has named you as the beneficiary. Sorry, what?
0: Here's the deal. I'll help you with this side project. In return, I want to work from home more and stay out of useless meetings.
1: Tall order, Just Jack. I run IT, not the Department of Meaningful Meetings.
0: You know what I mean. Also, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything I see. This company is 100 years old. There's spaghetti code all over the place, which means the processes are spaghetti, too.
1: Yep, that's usually the case. So call it as you see it, that's why we're doing this.
0: Who else is invited to this little party?
1: For now, it's you, Alice, and me. But my experience has been that big business processes have many cross cuts. So we'll be working with people from several other areas.
0: What do you mean by
2: cross cut?
1: An element that starts in one place, then crosses or cuts over to another process or department. We need to keep things in a good place because cross cuts put other leaders on edge. The goal is to avoid a turf war, but people are people, they get threatened when they perceive they're being examined, so our goal is to capture all the pieces of the process to see how they run.
0: You mean surface all the problems.
1: Exactly. Find the spaghetti, then hang it on a clothesline so we can get a good look at it.